guys? Welcome back to another ESL podcast, and today is another special podcast as usual. This is part two of the follow-up I did the previous week. Now, the previous week, I did a TOEIC reading. I also made a YouTube video for it. So, if you guys are listening to this for the first time and you are learning TOEIC, then I suggest you going back to, of course, last week to follow up to this week, alright? Now... For a lot of you native English speakers out there, this could be a very good technique for your SATs and ACTs, alright? Now, guys, it's not about reading the text, okay? I've given you techniques so it can help you and enable you to, of course, succeed in whatever score you're trying to get, so, if we look at what the TOEIC reading is comprised of, there are, there could be multiple passages, it could be a single passage. It could be a graph. I've told you guys that, you know, seeing dates, numbers, uh, days of the week, months, and stuff like that in general, uh, it's much easier to do compared to the other questions that say what is inferred by the passage, uh, what was the intent of the email, etc., etc. So, guys, again, you're going to have to go to the ArsenioBuckShow.com to look at the previous week. Now, the previous week, I've already showed you the techniques, and I've given you the answers in terms of what you're looking for in a graph, in a table, all right? So, if you guys look at that, you're going to have to drop below to see the questions now. And the thing is, you need to be very quick with this, all right? So, again, there are only two answers for the six questions down below, but it needs to be literally probably five to ten seconds per item. Now, how can you do that? It's all about reading the question and then hurrying up and going back to the passage to find out where it is. So, again, if we do question number one, two, three, four, five, six, it's basically going to go from the first of the, the, the peak of the passage, which is the beginning, to the bottom of the passage. So, by speed reading, and I'm going to show this to you in the YouTube video, so be sure you tune into that later on today when I release it. You got the first, of course, the first question. It says, what does the chart show? All right, so what are we looking for? The main keyword in the question is the chart. So you go to the chart, and it says the number of vehicles sold by one manufacturer... So, number, vehicles sold, manufacturer, or sales figures, four years. So, if you go, the easiest thing to find is by going up to, of course, the chart, looking at it, and saying, okay, does this have four years? Okay, because you guys already remember from the beginning, or from the previous YouTube video, this was comprised of months. So, January to March, April to June, July to August. So you already know that that is the wrong answer. You see what I mean? So if you look at question A and B, A is more longer, but B is short and concise. So it says sales figures four years. You know it's not four years because you remember reading four months. So A is your answer. Got it? So let's go on to the next question. It says number two, who sent the email? That's the best part. You're not going to look in the chart. You're not going to look at the table. You're not going to look at any of the questions. You're going to go straight to the top of the email. Who sent it? Now, and of course, you're not going to go to the to. You're going to go to the from. 
So again, the from is from whether you're reading this on my blog or, of course, on uh, if you're reading this or listening to this on YouTube, etc., etc. Whatever the from says, that's who it's from. All right. So it says, who's it from? Andrew Fisk or Gordon Billings? Now, of course, that's on YouTube. The other one, it says, who's it from? John Smith or is it from, oh, my God, is it from me? Okay. But the thing is, I'm the recipient, right? So since I'm the recipient, that means I'm after the semicolon and the prepositional to. The from is John Smith. Of course, if you're reading this on the blog, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're looking at it from the book, all right? From the book standpoint. Now, which model sold the greatest number overall? All right? Which model sold the greatest number overall? So we're looking about we're looking at the model that sold the most. Now the thing is, this could be a little bit of a tricky question. Because it doesn't say what months, right? We're talking about the grand total. So what you have to do is hurry up and look at the grand total. So of course you have the top number. Okay, which, of course, on YouTube is 20000 On my blog, I think it's about 1800 right? But it's talking about the grand total. So if we look at the grand total of everything, it on my blog it says between Honda and Mitsubishi. But you're going to have to count it up to see which one sold the total. And guys, that's the key word. It's total. And this is a distractor because a lot of you go for the massive number in the graph rather than adding up the sum total of each manufacturer. Do you understand what I'm saying? This could be a big issue for a lot of you out there. All right. So, again, on my blog, YouTube might be a little bit different. But on my blog, what you're going to do is tally up the greatest number overall in terms of those three manufacturers. All right, so this is understanding questions. Now, number four says, which was the most successful period for sales of the, let's just say on my chart, it says Toyota, Mitsubishi, Honda. So what is the greatest number of sales for Honda? That would be between January and March. So we're looking for, we're looking for the, of course, the months. All right, so first it says, the sales, okay, which is, of course, of course, we're looking for the manufacturer. So that's when you go to the manufacturer, okay? So you go into that specific one. It could be Honda, Toyota, Puccino, this, that, whatever it may be. You go to that one, all right? And then you look at the most successful period. That means the one with the most numbers. The months, okay, the, the period of months that has the most numbers. That's it. That's quick, all right? Whew. Number five, what happened in January, or depending on what you guys are looking at this from, but um, not in January, but it says on, of course, my blog, what happened in November. Well, one model was discontinued. Okay, that was the Toyota. So the Toyota was discontinued or would be discontinued in November. All right, that's the information at the very, very bottom of the entire graph. And in number six, how many... Of these particular things were sold in December. Now, of course, I don't have anything in December. 
on my graph, but you guys might actually look at my graph later and say, oh, okay, well, this this is how many was sold in December. But the thing is, this is another distractor because there's only January to March, April to June, July to August. There are no numbers for December. And if there are no numbers for December, then we don't know what the number is. So, of course, the answer is either 465 or 0. Now, of course, it's zero because there are no, there's no data showing what happened in December. One model, the Toyota, was actually discontinued in November. You see? Now, a lot of you would actually put something else on there and say, oh, well, it was this, it was that. No, 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 no. If you guys actually want to see me visually go through this with you guys, please go to my YouTube video later on today. I haven't done it just yet. Got some business to take care of this morning, but... Go to, of course, my, oh my god, what am I trying to say? Go to my YouTube video and you will see exactly how I break everything down. Alright, so that's going to be coming later on today. Guys, and with that being said, it's very difficult to just listen and to say, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? You're going to be able to check out my blog. You're going to have to check out my blog to understand this all so you can scroll while listening to me. Alright, if not... Wait for the YouTube. You're going to see me break this down in macro because I just love doing things in macro. So, guys, with that being said, thanks for tuning in to another Toic, guys. I'm doing a live Toic on Saturday morning, so please stay tuned for that. And again, guys, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. If you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me. I'm your host, Sexy Man uh, Arsenio, a.k.a. Amazing Teacher, over and out.